and Jason Dante We got a few things on our mind A few things that we wanna say We ain't here to start the drama But we will talk about everything except for your mama So sit back and relax and enjoy to the max While we talk about real life with a few laughs I know you feel the heat and yeah you feel the beat So go ahead and plug into this TMLP Yeah we're good for you, get your nutrition Yeah you're listening to Man Listen yeah, we're good for you. Get your nutrition. Yeah, you're listening to Two Man Listen. What's going on, good people? We want to welcome you all to another edition of the Man Listen, Listen Podcast. I'm John Winfrey here. I'm Jason Dante. You know what it is. And we have, once again, another loaded episode for you guys. It's, it's uh, waiting. It's waiting. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, let's start here, bro. You know, the election, uh, recently happened. What was that last week? According um, to this time, the time that we are recording. Yeah, yeah. At the time we're recording it, um, basically last week. Um, and it's almost a week since we got the results. Well, the projected right. results. The projected results. Right. So just mm-hmm. give your initial reaction to the election, bro. And this long drawn out process <laughs> like what are your thoughts man one i man it was like watching the 2016 nba finals game seven <laughs> because it, it was because as you're watching it it was like if we're gonna make biden the cavaliers and trump the warriors you just like Okay, this isn't looking good, and you right, know, no, right. knowing Cleveland or Biden in this case is like this probably isn't going to turn out in our favor. Um, and then yeah. basically, when we when I saw that like uh, Biden started to take a lead in Georgia, it was like when Kyrie hit that three, it was like oh oh snap, this is about to happen. And then yeah, um, then it happened, man. So I'm I'm happy with the results. Um, it's been nice that I haven't seen that a nan near red cap and let alone, you know, uh, Trump sign or flag or anything. All of them Trump supporters have been silent. Trump has have been silent. Though? Oh, I, I haven't heard nothing from him, man. It's been great. <laughs> it's been great. <laughs> I wouldn't say they've been silent. I've seen a lot of different posts like, man, this election ain't over and God has the final say and all this other type of stuff. Like I just seen some some crazy posts, man. But and, and I know they're out there, but one, I haven't seen a lot of them. But two, it's kind of like I don't care because now like this is just, you know, the noise of a, you know, of a child like. Do you think it's a possibility for it actually to be overturned though? Cuz everything from everything that I've seen they're saying like he has no, there's no path for his case to actually be like legit, but mm-hmm. I don't know man, it's like it's politics. So I be like man, more than politics, it's Trump. So to yeah. to to completely disregard and say oh man like, you know, to to disregard what he can accomplish um for his own personal gain um mm-hmm. you can't put it past them because i think in large part the country did that in 2016 and we had them for four years yeah so uh yeah. I, I don't put anything past them but ultimately um i think it's just a wrap because just a lot of what i've been hearing news correspondents say like hey his inner his inner circle saying like hey he's dejected 
Like he he knows this is over, but they're just kind of pandering his emotions, letting him be you know letting him go through the grieving process, if you will, of losing this election. And yeah. and one last thing I'll say, and with that, it's kind of funny because I'm sure a, lot, a majority of the country, if you know, when it came to having a, a woman president. They would have said the same thing about her. Oh, too emotional, and you know she can't lead and whatnot. But here's this grown seventy year old white man who's acting like your stereotypical woman. Just, oh, he he's so emotional about the loss, and we had to give him time to everything. You know, I can't even Come give on, him the credit of acting like an emotional woman. I would say more so, just like a child. Like this is mm. this is just a typical child type of response like you Absolutely. were just acting childish i mean the fact that he was it was funny to me when he showed he was playing golf when he found out i said oh you out here at top golf <laughs> well you you're supposed to be still running the country like you know being pre- whatever so yeah yeah it's, it's it's been interesting man and i know for sure you know the last thing i'll say um, when I did see that Biden one, I'm like, dang, well, there goes any chance of a second stimulus <laughs> check. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe not, man. I don't know. I, I mean, know. I, I hope so. But I feel like knowing Trump, be like, oh, oh, so I'm not your president. OK, <laughs> y'all have fun with this <laughs> pandemic then. OK, I'm going to take me and my millions. Bye. Yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be interesting, man. Um, mm. So, yeah, we'll see. Let's see what's going on. So now here, on that note, here's what we need to talk about and address with this whole election and just in general with our society today. We need to talk about a bigger epidemic, bro, which Mm -hmm. I believe you and I agree. It is the epidemic of attention seeking. Oh, yes, it is. And (laughs) I want to start here because I've seen... I'm not even going to name nobody. I've seen some posts. I'm sure a lot of us have seen the viral posts of certain uh, ministers, spiritual leaders Mm -hmm. speaking out, you know, especially pertaining to this election. And so we want to start here and talk about this element of why does it seem like, not to make this a spiritual thing but i want to understand from your point of view bro why is it that everybody wants to be prophetic right now what is what is this about like it it's a tough (laughs) thing bro like i don't know i feel like a lot of people especially when it comes to like people in the faith or when it comes to like christianity specifically there there's such this allure to be you know in the prophetic, you know, but the prophetic in the sense of, you know, foresight and everything, which a lot of people miss being a prophet isn't just about foresight, but it's about affirming what God has already said. They always forget about that part, but mm-hmm. they all just want the, oh, you know, the foresight. And because because the future is such an unknown to have somebody that could like possibly have insight into the future or to the unknown, that's like very like, ooh, I want that. And it. I don't know, creates like this, oh, this level of deep that I want to get to and yeah. whatnot. And it's it's annoying. It, it really is annoying yeah. because, you know, God didn't call everybody to be prophets. I mean, there's about two or three sections in the Bible that are saying, you know, 
giving us prophets to others, the teachers to others. He's gifted, mm-hmm. you know, the mercy to others. He's gifted, yada, yada, so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. Um, but this whole thing with prophecy and wanting to be prophet, it just comes out of this place of just wanting to be seen as deep. Um, it, it really just comes out of attention. I think that's where it really comes out of. Like, okay. like I, I want to be seen in this way and I need to make sure that you see me in this way. It sucks. Got you. What, what, what about you? What do you think the allure is within the church when it comes to prophecy and being a prophet? And, and one other thing I'll throw in too. Mm. How do you feel about people like carrying the title of like, oh, I'm prophet Johnson or I'm prophetess Emmanuel, like, give your thoughts on that. So, <laughs> love how you just hand this up. <laughs> um, so to your first question, as far as the allure that comes with this so-called quote-unquote prophecy, I definitely think you touched on something that is very important to recognize is that because of the element of the unknown with the future, like, I guess whenever you're able to see something in the future and call it out to other people. They look at you as if maybe you like that of a superhero, you have a special ability. So somehow they listen more to you, right? Or they defer to you instead because you've been able to call out certain things that, you know, were to come, I guess. Yeah. So I guess that is the element of, that would be the the actual element of like allure behind being quote unquote a prophet, right? Right, right. Um, which I'm not a fan of. And here's why. Because from a biblical perspective, if we really want to just be technical about this, if you look at all the prophets or most of them in the Bible, right? Mm-hmm. When God told them like i'm calling you to be my mouthpiece and speak for me and i want you to tell these nations this and this and this right they were not too happy about that because they were like well look look like even with moses we look at moses right you look at jeremiah like all these people god called them and they was like lord how i'm gonna speak for you Mm. like how what no like i'm i'm good on that like Mm. It's it's a humility there yeah like so my thing is and that's a like from my perspective, I just look at it like that is a huge responsibility to speak on God's behalf. Like the creator of heaven and earth is telling mm-hmm. you. And then think about this, bro. If he's telling you to say something that has not yet happened, but is supposed to happen. So think about the messages he sent it to them, like telling them, tell them all them going to die <laughs> if they don't repent. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or tell yeah. these people that this is going to happen or this is going to happen. This is going to transpire or unfold in this length of time and whatever. Like, and this stuff didn't happen until years later, but he had them calling it out. Like, you got to think about the position that put them in. They was like, man, this don't make no sense. Like, I don't want to tell these people this. And then when you go to tell the people, they looking at you crazy. Like, what? Mm-hmm. Are you trying to check us? Absolutely. So that's why for me, it's like I even had issues like when I got involved with ministry, you know, like in my earlier years, like where I was like, I had to go talk to my pastor. Like, I don't know about this. Like, I can't 
I don't know how I feel about trying to speak on God's behalf or whatever. And we had to have a real conversation, you know, of like what helps with being more established and being more at ease when you're speaking on God's behalf. It's like being prepared, right? That yeah. helps you be like, make sure you're in tune with God's heart. Make sure you're actually taking care of the fundamental things. So yeah, yeah. that's the, that's for me, like a big thing. Like when I'm looking at all these people that are self-proclaimed prophets, number mm. one, I'm like, what track record do you have? So how did you just come out of the blue? And I'm not saying it's not possible, but I'm right. saying like it will be evident through the fruit that you produce, like your life and the words that you say. Like people know when you're actually you're saying something that's of substance versus something that you just heard. Yeah. You know Absolutely. what I'm saying? So as far as the whole titles thing to answer that part, that question you you posed, bro, I'm not with that because I just didn't biblically biblically speaking, excuse me, like I didn't see Jesus going around talking about call me prophet Jesus, call me mm -hmm. apostle Jesus. Like right. I'm your spiritual OG, call me this. Like I didn't see Jesus going around doing that. And I think that my issue with this whole prophecy thing now that's like a we made it a trend we made it trendy in the church we mm -hmm. made it like it's a cool thing and it's like no this is an actual real responsibility and what people don't realize is when you're speaking out of turn and you're posing it as it's god's voice that confuses people because mm -hmm. people that are on the outside of the church that don't believe in jesus they're looking at you and they're saying okay y'all got 60 prophets over here uh, prophesying Biden over this election and telling people if you ain't vote for Biden you're going to hell and then you right. got 60 other prophets over here saying if you ain't vote for Trump you going to hell like yeah it's confusing so my thing is if you know God has not called you to be a prophet and furthermore if you know what you have to say is from your own perspective and it's not something God actually said to you don't preface it don't don't put your little two-piece in there and say god thus saith the lord god said this no and just in general some people just need to shut up just be oh, quiet absolutely absolutely <laughs> that ain't even a man like you listen. know what i'm saying like please like how about you just go sit down how about you read the word like take some time to actually read the bible and pray first Instead of getting up there and regurg regurgitating what you heard some other prophet say two years ago or in your upbringing in the church. Like, so that's just my my view on that, man. Like, what would you say, though? Like, because it's now it's the titles and prophet is this prophet that like, what's your feeling on that, bro? I, I'm i kind of similar to you, man. I, I don't like it. I don't like it at all because it's like, like, wh why, why do I have to flex that? Like I yeah. can, I let me just be that. I don't have to like yeah. flex that. You know, I am a prophet or anything like that. Yeah. It. Yeah. It, one, I think it's just unnecessary. Um, but two, I I feel like in a in a way it could start to take away from it could take away the light that's supposed to be shined on Christ. Because right. because when it comes to like any kind of spiritual gift, but when it comes to like a gift of prophecy, right. this isn't my gift that like right. this isn't like mine to keep. I don't have the power to prophesy. That's a Holy good point. Spirit grants me the yep. ability 
right, to exactly. prophesy. Exactly. But I don't have the power to prophesy. In the same way, some may be gifted in healing, but you don't have the ability to heal. He right. just kind of lends you the ability to do it. Because if you had the gift to heal, then you your behind needs to be in the hospital every day and just touching people and just touching people and healing them and touching them people. If you had the power, but you don't have the power, you're not always like firing on like the gift that God gave you. Like it's right. It, exactly. It, it's not yours to own. It's yours to start. Right. And, right. and that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Not, not to cut you off, bro, but that's what I'm saying. Like, that's the issue that I have is as far as when people say certain things, like when they, they try to make it seem like it it is their gift, right? They're possessive of the gift. Like they control it. They can channel it whenever they want to, that type mm -hmm. of thing. And it's like, no, God is not, God is not saying all of what you saying. Mm -hmm. So that's my issue. It's like, have some respect for God. First of all, I like, mean, just shut up. If you, if you know, he, he did not say nothing to you. Just be quiet until he say something else to you. Like, it's not, it's not a problem to be quiet. There's no sin against being quiet. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? So I continue. And so that's when it comes to the titles, I think that's where it starts to be like, I'm taking the glory of it instead of keeping it on God. Like, so like, yeah. so that it's a very fine line between just walking in who you are and then boasting about who you are. Like, right. Like you can know, like you're a prophet of God and know that, okay, oftentimes God uses me in this way to affirm his word or to have foresight. Yeah. You can just be that. But I think once you start saying like, like, Oh, hi, how you doing? My name is prophet Jason Harrison. Like, <laughs> like grand it's like, it's so grandstanding <laughs> like be, because now now it starts to go from prophecy of god to now fortune telling mm -hmm. so yeah. so you 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 start so it, it goes from being the actual spiritual things of god now it starts to turn a little mystic because it's like oh here's this prophet and yeah. you know he you know he can do and everything like that, where a lot of times we need to have a posture of like a Joseph where he was in prison and it's like, oh, we heard you can interpret dreams. He's like, I can't do anything. Only God right. can do it. What's your dream? Right. Like, right. yes, he understood exactly. that he had the gift. Man, that's good. He understood that he had the gift to interpret the dream, but he understood that it wasn't his power. It was just he was just being used as a vessel. Right. And bro, so so like using that example, you had you have the example of Joseph, but then you also have the example of Daniel, right? Daniel. And I'm thinking about <laughs> like if we really take most of these prophets, these self-proclaimed prophets. Now, let me also say this quick sidebar. I don't believe Jason or myself are knocking the the aspect of having a title. Like I believe that respect should definitely be given to those who, you know, deserve it. Like if you are a pastor, apostle, if you are a prophet, I'm not knocking that. But I think what we're saying to kind of drive this point home is when you are caught up in being called something that you are really not fully operating in, it's not really what you called to be anyway. And then you, you make that bigger than the actual responsibility and work that you are supposed to be doing. That's where it becomes an issue. Where you, you know, you focus on everybody calling you something, but it's like, you're not even focused on yeah. what you're supposed to be saying, what you're supposed to be doing. So that's, that's the, the one aspect of it. But then when I look at all these other 
prophets, I'd be like, man, like if you were in Daniel's situation and if you were in Joseph's situation, yo, most of these prophets would have died, bro, because they would have been trying to, like you said, trying to channel their own gift or whatever, rather than getting with God and allowing God to actually show them, actually reveal them like this is what the king's dream was. This is what it actually is. And being, and I would say this, having a hundred percent accuracy. Cause some of these prophets out here, bro, it'd be like, man, you like a batter at the plate. Like, man, <laughs> <laughs> you might go, yeah. you might, you might be Ira Nubo on the court tonight. You know Not what I'm saying? Ira. <laughs> Some of these prophets go one for twenty-seven, bro. Like mm -hmm. what? <laughs> like, and, oh. and, and that's when you get the foolishness. Angels from Africa are coming. <laughs> Angels from Africa. Man, I wish y'all could see my face right now. Listen, man, don't get me started, man. Don't get me started, bro. Listen, from all them angels from Africa did something. <laughs> Biden is president-elect. Hello. <laughs> Oh look, dummy, shut up. Look, so 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 we can both agree, I would think, and I'm and I don't want to say this is most, but there is a good number of people that they want certain positions, especially when it comes to church, even with brands, businesses, right? They want certain positions because they want it for attention and recognition. Mm -hmm. Now, here's what we need to talk about. Before we go to break, let's talk about this for a second, bro. Yeah, man. Like why does it seem to be such a widespread epidemic that people just need attention? What is wrong with being under the radar? What is wrong with if you don't post on social media all day or if you don't have 100,000 followers, whatever? Like, can you, can, let's talk about that. What's your thoughts on that? What's your perspective? Like, why? Why is that such a thing now? So I, I think this whole need to be... Um to have attention and everything it it's always been a basic need um i think just for humans in general like we need to feel needed we need to feel like we matter that we have value it's been grossly magnified and perverted through social media because now our value is just through thumbs up and hearts and everything like that um or through, oh, how many followers I got or how many, you know, comments that I get on this particular question right there. So do you think it's actually social media influencing people or do you think it's them using or it's them having a certain insecurity and not knowing how to deal with that insecurity? So therefore, they kind of revert to social media. I'm not saying like, what? what's your thoughts on that? Yes. Uh, <laughs> so so I, I think, you know, the. The issue is the person, the, 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 the tool that is used to like make it happen is social media. So you're so, saying, so you're saying the person has an insecurity within themselves. They mm -hmm. want attention. They want recognition. They want to be liked. They want to be followed. They want to be popular. Right. And yep. so because social media is now a thing, why not post on social media? Exactly. Okay. It, exactly. Cause we, again, we all have the basic need, you know, to to want to be liked and even the people say like i don't care if i'm liked or not yes you do uh you don't care about if mm. everybody likes you that's fine but you know mm. you care if people rock with you you care if people like you and everything like that same this podcast like we're mm. yes me and john do it we talk about what we want to talk about we do what we want to do but ultimately at the end of the day yes i really do hope a lot of people like this and rock with us like 
it is what right. it is. We're not going to hide from that fact. But yeah. that so saying that to say that's just a big need in all of us. But now we have this big machine in in social media to where we can always get that validation whenever we need it. It's just, you know, OK, let me make sure I, I post the right picture. Maybe make sure I'm at the right angle, you know, have the one leg up, the one leg <laughs> To the back and make sure that I'm showing the bubble and whatnot. Like, oh my goodness. that. I mean, it. That's how it is, man. It is. It is. Okay. So, so on that note, we're gonna continue this discussion after we come back from break. Once again, thank you for listening to the Man Listen podcast. Please make sure that you rate, like, and subscribe to our podcast, as well as share this with your friends, family, and loved ones. We love small businesses here at TMLP, and we would love to shout out your small business. Feel free to message us on our Facebook page at TMLP Show and tell us a little bit about your small business so that you can receive a shout out on our next commercial break. All right, we want to welcome you guys back to the Man Listen Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. And on today's episode, we are dealing with the issue of attention seeking. So earlier in the show, we were talking about how, you know, we've seen a lot of posts from these so-called prophets and these spiritual leaders, you know, saying, thus saith the Lord and all this stuff. And Jason and I have concluded that we believe a lot of this stuff is based off of people wanting attention. They want a certain level of clout. They think that it brings them a certain level of legitimacy. Um, mm-hmm. So, Jason, you were you were hitting on a point right before we went to break as far as the element of social media that plays into this whole picture of people's uh, insecurity, for lack of better words, being shown. Yeah. So yeah. my question like to kind of take this even further is what is the fine line? Like, is it right for you to pursue being recognized or seeking attention, even if it means um, negating what you're actually supposed to be doing? So even if, so in, in this case, we, we mentioned the, the whole profit thing, right? So you got people that let's kind of steer away from that. Cause I don't want that to be the only thing. Let's talk sure. about brands, right? Okay. Or music. Music. Right? Let's talk about music. So we know in the music industry right now, I'ma just say it. It's a whole bunch of people that want to be artists that should not be trying to be an artist. Not at all. So what is that fine line, bro? When you like is that is that right? Is that okay? Like, speak on it. It's there's a lot of ways to hit it, man. Uh, <laughs> there's so, so many ways because when, when it comes to like the music, music industry in general, I have pretty strong feelings there because nobody's here for the long haul anymore. Everybody's about let's get the one hit, get the bag, get out. Is that like, right? Is that OK? I mean, it it's their right to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Um. It's not necessarily bad to do it because, I mean, the whole thing of one hit wonders like that wasn't, you know, that's been a thing. It didn't just like pop up nowadays. Yeah. But I think it is. I think it's neutral is whether it's like right or wrong. But ultimately, I do feel like it does music a disservice. 
Okay. Um, you know, just just the craft of it, because you you got cats here that you know work day in day out to perfect their craft. Um, but then here comes this Joe Schmo. Um, that just happened to get on or, you know, make just a catchy enough beat that sound like everything else. Um, and then somehow just gets on and, you know, he, he get the one hit and then he out and whatnot. It's like, yeah, yeah. Like, it, like, like what a disservice, you know, to the cast that like grinded and clawed their way up, you know, yeah. you know, we're talking about like, you know, the Beyonce's and, you know, the Drake's that, you know, and, um, even though he's not, I don't know if he's a great per se, but even like a Neo where like he, he wrote, yeah. he wrote and wrote and wrote exactly. uh, before he had his own, um, you know, his own chance to shine and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Uh, and, and you can name others and others, but mm -hmm. who can you really name that's doing that right now? In, at least when it comes to music. So that's kind of my feelings when it comes to there. Yeah. Um, but like in a general sense, when it comes to social media, it... It's kind of it is what it is, man. Like we're just in an age, a day and age where legit your job can be, oh, I'm a social media influencer, quote unquote. And and that's that's what just. What does that even mean? What is that? What does that even mean? How do you what? Who are you? <laughs> I mean, it, it's somebody that, hey, a lot of people say, hey, I like what you do. I like what you post or anything like that. And for the most part, whatever you say. I'm a roll. I'm a roll with it because I think the the um, and I'm not fully sure. I'm not a social media influencer. Oh, no, you good? But, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure how it goes. It's like, all right, this person has enough coof to where a company reach out to them. Hey, promote our stuff. Like, so maybe you start seeing them posting. Oh, you know, I love my new romper from Fashion Nova. Really great. Or you know, like, oh man, when I'm when it's really time to work out, I only go to Way Isolate. Or like, oh man, I love my you know kicks by Reebok or whatever the case may be. You know, it's it's one of those things to where it's it's basically it's advertising. Like they're basically just advertising agents. You know, yeah, for whatever company that tried to hit them on. Yeah, I, I don't want to call it bad. I don't want to call it good. Um, I think it's just kind of, it is what it is, man. Like, and especially now with like TikTok, like really, really on the scene the way it is. Like people are like making it big on TikTok, bro. Um, yeah. And yeah, it's, I don't know, man. How you feel about it all? Where do I begin? <laughs> Okay, so let me just let me just go sector by sector here. Mm, slice it up. Let's, slice let's start. Dice. Let's start with the music industry. So from, and this is my opinion, and you know if if y'all disagree, you disagree. But this is just my opinion on these matters, and I'm gonna leave it at that. So I gave you my disclaimer. The Get music free. industry right now is, from a mainstream standpoint, it is trash. It's trash because there's a lot of saturation of artists that are looking to get the bag and they're not looking to actually be artists. And to your mm. point, you said it earlier how guys come in and instead of them hustling in the streets now, they look at music and say, oh, I can hustle legally, which is cool. Like, yeah, you got the yeah. right to do that and go for it. But yeah, is that really? Yeah, exactly. Don't break <laughs> the law. But is that really what you're supposed to be doing? When you could be mm. selling cars, you could be selling something else, you could be doing something else, hustling something else legally yeah. and actually be in purpose. So to me, when when we're talking about what actually matters and what is actually a value to your life and bringing you fulfillment, it's not chasing the bag. And I think mm. that 
to me, that's where we have to really check our motives when you're posting on social media and when you're doing this different stuff, like what's your motive? What's your intent behind it? Is this some, are you representing this brand? You talked about the whole aspect of advertising with fashion Nova and all that stuff. Like nothing wrong with that. Right. But at least let it be something that you're actually invested in or passionate about. So with the music yeah. industry, I don't see that. When these artists are putting out music and stuff, I see y'all saying this, telling the same stories. You boasting and bragging about yourself. I could care less. Like, I can connect mm-hmm. with that when I'm vibing, I'm celebrating, but that's not something I can listen to every day when I'm trying to get through struggles, when I'm trying to get through hard times or whatever. Like, right, right. and throughout the years, music that has really been long lasting, it had a message behind it. It had a story behind it. It had... Uh, some type of intangible of ability of actually inspiring and encouraging people that, you know, we're going to be all right. Like, mm-hmm. I can take that, but don't give me some trash about I got racks on racks on racks. I don't care. Like, I simply don't care. Like, Are you giving the racks to the community? Yeah, yeah. like, Shut like up. that's nice. You ain't the only one. You know what I'm saying? There's plenty of people out here with way more racks than you. So... I mean, you know what I'm saying? So that's that. Like the the music industry, we got to we got to find a way to really and I think it's slowly but surely getting there, but you got to find a way to kind of weed out some of this trash because it's getting very annoying. That's that. As far as brands and the profits and all that seeking this attention, same thing. Like you got to examine your motive, right? You got to examine you know, really, what is your why? Are you doing this because you really want to serve people because you really want you're passionate about whatever it is that you offer? Or are you doing this for attention? So then my last point with in regards to, you know, whether this is right or not, to me, it's not right. Mm. Because if you're if you are really brutally honest with yourself and you're saying you're doing something for just the sole purpose of like, attention or money or whatever like that will come when you find your place Mm -hmm. and bro this i was telling you this the other day man i feel like this is what makes our generation look weak we look weak because you want to find the easy way yeah you hustling Mm -hmm. and you grinding quote unquote but what you're trying to do is you're trying to get to the bag and you're trying to avoid having to go through certain struggles which i get like somebody would be like well why you want to go through certain struggles well because guess what in this thing called life you gonna go through some struggles <laughs> like mm-hmm. i don't care whether you, you got them. yeah i don't care whether you got money or not like it's been proven it's it's so many different examples of people that you will look at and say man they they got the life they living a the life but then when you are in their shoes and you see and you experience some of the things that they've had experienced, it don't feel so good. So yeah. my thing is, yeah. if you know you are guaranteed dealing with challenges in life, then you might as well find your place. Find your lane. Find what your real niche is. Find what your real passion is. Find what your real purpose is. And we talked about this even with purpose. It's like that's something that for a lot of people you discover. So it may mean yeah. that you go through different phases of trying different things. But the difference is you're not doing it just for some, uh, like you said, some fast money grab, some like, I got to get it now, right? Mm-hmm, you're thinking mm-hmm. you're doing it because you're thinking long term. And I know plenty of people, especially mogul minded people 
that we know in our circle that they've done so many different things. They've accomplished so many different things, but that's because long term, they have a vision. They have a, a long term vision and a view of their life where it's like, no, I did this so I could gain that skill so I could do yeah. this and I can help these people. I can do this. I can impact that community. I can impact, you know, uh, society in this way. So I think to me, that's why I would say it's bad because people are you don't want to deal with yourself. You trying mm. to you trying to escape dealing with yourself. You're trying to escape dealing with the hardships of life. And that's not going to get you anywhere. You're going you're going to get even if you get to the bag. You get to the bag then what? What you do with it? You know what I'm saying? Like right. like you right. said, bro, like all right, you got racks on racks on racks. Have you given anything to the community? Have you set anybody else up? You know what I'm saying? Like we're such your own family lineup, generational wealth now. Facts, bro. So that's that's my issue right now with this whole attention sinking thing. It's like if you're gaining attention and you're gaining recognition, what are you doing with it? What plan do you have of actually mm -hmm. impacting the world beyond yourself? And I think that's where we've gotten even people that call themselves believers. It's like, man, you over here caught up in the in superficial things, not realizing like, yo. If you call yourself a believer, you're going to have to go through some stuff. You got to face some challenges. You got to be willing to kind of relinquish your way of doing things and say, you know what? I'm going to try to I'm going to try my best to do this God's way. You know what I'm saying? And I think we've kind of gotten away right. from that and getting more into the pleasantries of life to such a degree where it's like now when challenges hit, you ain't got nothing to stand on because you ain't never you ain't never been through nothing. Right. You know what I'm saying? You ain't never fought through nothing. You ain't never had no follow through. So. That's just my take on that, man. Yeah, I feel you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing to add, so I'm just going to say I feel you. <laughs> yes, sir. So, okay, so moving this, this conversation along, now we have another big trend. Mm -hmm. Lord have mercy. And, and I'm guilty of using this term, too. But we have this whole trend. It's been taken to a whole other level of the whole vibes and energy talk. So, yeah. and, and I'm not talking about like when you in the studio or, you know, you listen to music, like, oh, that's a vibe. That's a nice vibe. Mm -hmm. like, I'm talking about people now. It's, this is a thing where people are talking about, you know, man, I was feeling a vibe and blah, 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 you know, and their energy and, mm -hmm. um, the, the, the spirit of the ancestral, uh, tribe. And mm -hmm. I feel <laughs> All it is, bro, let's get to the bottom of this right now. Is this legit? Like, what is going on? There's two ways I can go about this. Um, there's the, the tactful way or just a get free way. Let me, let me say, hold on. Man, listen, get free. <laughs> get free. I want, I want you to be free. That's what Jesus said. <laughs> So for for me, man, I thoroughly, utterly, and completely do not get it. Um, and more specifically, like when it comes to Christians or believers, um, the why why are we trying to mix that stuff in? Because mm. mm. like we, we, we gonna get into it, but Preach, get into it but, now. <laughs> but. But in general, the whole thing of like, oh, you know, like, you know, oh, I, you know, you take away from my energy and, you know, keep that same energy. Like, like when, like when we're talking, just like, you know, just talking and everything like, 
oh yeah. man, like, you know, we were vibing and it was pretty good and whatnot. Or it's like, oh, you know, you want to say that, you know, keep that same energy. I don't have a problem with that. But like when it gets like real, like, oh man, you know, I feel like my energy's off. Let me get this uh, crystal or, you know, like, oh man, let, let me go ahead and just burn sage and whatnot. Get my energy right and everything. No, I'm not with huh? that. Have, oh, bro, like, let me say, get this crystal. Let me get this. I've heard of the sage. Let mm. me get this crystal, though. Yeah, I'm cats be wearing crystals, you know, like, <laughs> like, oh, like, like, look upon these crystals and everything like that, you know, just, you know, just starts off with good energy and whatnot. It's a good omen. All, all that kind of <laughs> mystic stuff and everything. Which also, I was reading something, especially when it wow. comes to like sage burning and whatnot. Yeah. Um, if you're doing that and you're not Native American, you could be accused of of cultural appropriation because oh it has it has Native American roots. So you're trying to smudge and burn sage and whatnot and whatnot. But especially like for Black folk, then you're gonna be the same one that's gonna be yelling at this white person with uh, locks. Yeah. Wow. Hello. Wow. So, so in in general, man, I don't I don't under I don't get it. I don't under understand it. But well, I do kind of understand it in the sense that it just seems like it's a reach and a cry to feel something spiritual or deep. Um, God, and because yeah, I was about to ask. Okay, not okay. Go mm-hmm. ahead. So, so I I think just in in the search. Like we all have a God size void in our hearts. Yeah. Like that can only be filled with God. I there believe. You go. There you go. When you try to fill that with anything else, now you just start to get mystic and spooky spiritual. And yeah. so you're trying to fill this God size hole in your heart with all these like chakras and uh, like, Oh, you know, let me speak to the ancestors and everything like that. Mm -hmm. Um, And especially when it comes with the believers, we don't need to have an ancestor. We have the living Holy spirit inside of us. Right. And we have a whole live Jesus making continual intercessions with us. And so like, what do I need an ancestor for? Like, and so it, it just feels like it comes across like more like, yes, you're trying to fill a God sized hole, but you're trying to also search for your identity as well. So now I think it's also an identity issue, yeah. um, especially when it comes to like the black community, because we a lot of us can't trace back our cultural lineage and everything. Right. Um, and so we try to reach back as much as we can. But now we start getting to like the spooky, you know the spookiness of it of like oh let me call on my ancestors to help me through this issue mm-hmm. and it's like yo if you're if you're christian and you're rolling with jesus you don't need to call on the ancestor let the dead bury the dead like yeah. just yeah, yeah, yeah. just call on just call on jesus try jesus right not me or right. not not uh, <laughs> not not uh grandpa willis you know we appreciate him and everything yeah. that he did for the family he's gone yeah. he can't talk he can't lead you well, his, his lessons in life can give you in in an idea um, or we can tell stories about him and how if he was in a situation like this, this is maybe how he react. Yeah. So we can lean on their life, their life experiences. But to actually like call them up or like try to because it sounds like you're trying to conjure them up. And if you're trying to conjure up a dead spirit, that's witchcraft. Well, so that's how I feel about that, man. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> The floor 
is yours. <laughs> <laughs> well, since you gave me the mic, open your Bibles. No, I was just um, so as far as the whole, let me start with the whole ancestral thing. That is the most creepy thing I've seen and heard about recently because it's like, this is just my perspective. Once again, you disagree, you disagree, but whatever. So my perspective is this, whatever I got from my ancestors is already in my bloodline. It's already in my veins, right? Whatever I'm going to get from there, I already got. So thank you so much. <laughs> God bless you. Like knowledge, information, insight, direction. I can definitely get from other people that are living number one, but then number two, because I have a relationship with Jesus Christ and God himself, it just makes more practical sense for me to go to God and ask him, Lord, you, the God that knows all sees all and is able to do all help me. Can you just help me? And the God that created your ancestors in the first place. <laughs> so I'm just saying, I'm just saying from a logical perspective, if I have access to all of the information I need, I'm going to go with that source rather than trying to conjure up somebody that was here, but they not no more. And yeah, that's just really creepy and unnecessary to me. You know, that's that. Now, mm -hmm. I want to bring up something in regards to this, that I don't think we really realize is such an issue. Church hurt. I feel oh, like the absolutely. reason why we play, why a lot of That's people good, play John. into this whole vibes and trying to um, be, be in more control of their emotions and their attitude and all this, they, they, they use these terms. And I'm not saying it's wrong to use the term, but it's like you're trying to substitute and create something that you really don't know nothing about for real because you have no mm -hmm. real knowledge of the word of God, right? And what his will is for your life. Because these are all basic principles and things that if you're in a Bible principle-based teaching church, like living a Bible living church, they're going to teach you this stuff. So I think yeah. what's happened, bro, is the issues and the drama and things that happen in church, people get hurt. They, they feel like they're even right. abused, bro. And so they feel like they leave that. They like, I don't, I don't want to be involved in all that. Even what we talked about earlier, like just, just the simple confusion that goes on, all these different opinions and people legitimately want to know like, well, what is God saying about this? What is God's heart like? And so they get confused and they get turned away. They get turned off by all of this stuff that's said and done in the church. Yeah. And so now they're yeah. left to their own theory of, well, maybe I just need to, you know, I just need to control my energy. And if you ain't, you know, you ain't got the right vibe, then I got to put, and it's like, no, the simple principle here mm. is called being positive and exercising self-control fruit of the spirit. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, it's mm. not, it's not this deep mysterious thing that people try to make it with the, like you said, the sage and the crystals, all that. No, you, you smelt the sage or you, you, whatever the crystal, it ain't do nothing for you. I'm sorry. Like, mm. you know what I'm saying? So I think that that is something we have to really acknowledge. And I want to encourage people. If you're listening to this, like I encourage you to get with, somebody that knows the word of God and is able, you're able to dialogue with them about it. Like you can hit me up, you can hit Jason up. I can connect. If I'm not available, I connect with my pastor. Like, because mm -hmm. 
this is a this is a real thing, bro. Like where people are creating the and it's not that the whole um like the whole uh energy thing is a, it's not new. It's right. been around because, you know, astrology and all that stuff has been around, like yeah. as far as the numbers and whatever. But it's not it's not effective for your lifestyle. Like mm -hmm. it's don't it don't guarantee you no results for real. So that's my issue when it comes to all of this, this new wave of terminology that we're using and stuff. People don't understand what they're saying and then they don't understand like this has this is a deeper issue. This is a sign yeah. of a deeper issue. Yeah. Like you said, bro, your identity. And then as far as like, especially when it comes to the church, the people just making up these notions because they're trying to figure it out instead of finding out for real, for real, what is the truth. So that's my thing. Like And and bro, kind of to put, you know, this whole episode, I feel like to kind of put it all together, you you really can. So it's like I think you really hit on something as far as like that church hurt aspect yeah. of it. Yeah. Because I can almost imagine that, you know, somebody that's getting really into like the spooky mystic stuff probably reached out to a prophet Emmanuel or prophet Johnson. Like, Hey, go. this, this is what's going on and whatnot. I really need to hear from God. And when they went to that person and nothing panned out, you're going to understandably say, okay, well then, this Jesus here that they talk about doesn't work. Yeah. So I now need to find something that is going to work for me. Yeah. And so now you got this other person that, you know, maybe really trusted a friend or whatever. It's mm -hmm. like, well, hey, yo, I've been wearing these crystals every day. And, you know, I tell you, my whole vibe is completely different. Or I've been burning this sage and I've been smudging and I just feel so much better, which we get that like sage has like natural like properties but you know yeah, for, yeah. For, for, for the for yeah. the spiritual spookiness of exactly it, you know exactly you yep. want to go and burn in all that it's like okay well then i'll try that and then maybe you know they start to feel temporary relief from that so mm -hmm. now again they're trying to fill a god-sized hole with spooky stuff but because somebody was claiming to be a prophet or claiming to be whatever and not stewarding their gift in the right way but thinking that that power was theirs they've done, done messed up this person so yeah. now they're knee deep um and touching borderline on witchcraft all because and it's all just based on y'all trying to find your identity um and yeah. attention seek yeah absolutely so on that note as we wrap up this show <laughs> i would just say this man i would encourage everybody out there to find your place like and Get into the practice of dealing with yourself. There is nothing wrong with checking yourself and challenging yourself. Mm -hmm. I think we need more of that in today's day and age to actually really ask yourself the question, why am I doing what am I doing? You know, what is my motivation? What is my motive? What is my intent behind everything that I do? And when it comes to finding truth, you know, with especially when it comes to the word of God and Christianity, I can definitely speak on that. Like, it's a process. You know what I'm saying? Just because, revelation. yeah, just because, you know, somebody told you something and it didn't work out, that don't mean you give up. That don't mean you don't stop learning or it, it gets to a point where you know it all. Like, mm. I still, I feel like the more I learn and gain, the more I don't know. So I got to keep learning. I got to yeah. keep growing, like, in my knowledge of who God is and understanding, like, what his will is for my life and, and 
like you said, bro, growing in revelation, knowledge of, of God's word. So I'd encourage all that. If you have hurt, you had different things, go talk to somebody. Like, don't just lean on your own notion. Like, get with somebody and really get some healing. You know what I'm saying? Get some closure for yeah. that stuff. Like, yeah. don't don't allow that to steer you in a certain direction, not having dealt with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't let that be the influence. So that's just my piece. What's your final words, bro? My final words, um, yeah, just find healthy ways to find out who you are and be okay with what you find. Not everybody's meant to be the prophet. Not everybody's meant to be MVP. Maybe, you know, you're, you're supposed to be, you know, like, I think like how Martin Luther King said, like, oh, you, maybe you're meant to be the street sweeper and I'm a sweet i'm gonna sweep streets with the best of them i'm gonna do it the best of my ability like yeah like like maybe that's you you know like everybody wants to be the head uh but i you stub that pinky toe <laughs> yeah. it's gonna be a world of hurt for you so it's like yeah. like just find just find where you fit mm-hmm. don't try to fit into somewhere where you're not there mm-hmm. um to my prophets out there <laughs> Prophecy is more than just foresight, son, daughter. Um, if God ain't say nothing, you need to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Period. I mean, I mean that that's just it. Like that's it. Um, and you know, a, a bigger part of prophecy is more affirming God's word. So if you're not affirming what He already said in His word and whatnot, um, then you out of order. You need to sit down. Plain and simple. Uh, Cause you're confusing people, you're hurting people, and they're now have to go to other avenues to get, fill a god-sized hole, Amen. and that and that and that's on you. And for the yep, people so who are trying to fill a god-sized hole, only God can do that. Sage can't. So yep. just give them a try. Like you had bad food before, but you didn't stop eating. So even if you do have some church hurt and whatnot, there you go. Just try Jesus again. Yep. So, Amen. I'm gone. Yes, sir. Well, we thank you all for listening to another edition of the Man Listen Podcast. I'm John Winfrey here. I'm Jason, not Burning Sage Dante. (laughs) Till next time. Y'all catch the vibe. We ain't here to start the drama, but we will talk about everything except for your mama. So sit back and relax and enjoy to the max. Hey, good people. Thank you for listening to the Man Listen Podcast. Please like, rate, and subscribe our podcast on Google, Apple, and Spotify. And go follow us on Facebook at the TMLP Show. Yeah, we're good for you. Get your nutrition. Yeah, you're listening to Man Listen.